Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. SAD 5050. South Pacific Sleep Lab. Start resting easy and sleeping sound today. E-Digits. Lock them in for more information, recreation, and guaranteed fun. KCAA, 1050 AM. Second straight day of losses. It's likely China trade talks will still be the major focus today, as well as the Federal Reserve Chairman's speech yesterday affirming that the jobs and inflation picture are favorable. Costco will be out with its September sales, closely watched for signs of any consumer buying slowdown. Sony says the next-generation PlayStation video game console is coming next year, in time for Christmas shopping. And what do teenagers really want? Well, Piper Jaffrey says at least in terms of spending, they still mostly want food. It accounts for 23% of all teens spending in the latest survey, as it has since 2014. Walgreens is dropping e-cigarettes, joining other retailers that no longer sell vaping products. And in 2009, President Barack Obama was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. On Wednesday's watch list, the weekly mortgage report and job openings from August. Stephanie Shelton, CNBC. Panera has new breakfast wraps. And yeah, they're an easy on-the-go start to your day. But these are no microwave and go wraps. These are slow smoke chipotle chicken egg and avocado go getters. They're maple bacon eggy smoked gouda bundles portable bliss. And they all pair perfectly with our new cold brews. All this can be yours in an instant with rapid pickup. For breakfast that's fast, not fast food. Panera, food as it should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, not for sale to minors. Website restricted to adults 21 and over. I've been smoking for a while. I tried vaping when it first came out. It just didn't work for me. But recently, I tried MyBlue and it actually gave me the nicotine satisfaction I was looking for. MyBlue is easy to use and it lasts all day. I even like having the different flavors and nicotine options. It's nice having a choice. I think other smokers will be surprised by MyBlue. I certainly was. And right now, try MyBlue for $1 at select retailers or MyBlue.com.
Attention Southern California business professionals. Why do successful business people attend the Inland Empire's largest mixer? Answer, to create profitable business relationships. If you're looking to energize and grow your company, then you need to be at the Ontario Convention Center on Wednesday, November 6th for the 2019 Inland Empire's largest mixer. Get your business in front of over 1,500 success-minded career professionals who are looking to do business with you. For more information, visit iemixer.com. That's iemixer.com. It only happens once a year, so don't miss your opportunity to meet your next client. It's the Inland Empire's largest mixer. Ontario Convention Center, Wednesday, November 6th, from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. For exhibitor information and advanced tickets, go to iemixer.com. For the past 13 years, the IE's largest mixer has been the place where business meets business. Smog Test Center in Baldwin Park reminds area employers that our local veterans possess outstanding leadership skills, valuable technical abilities, and focused work ethics. Bring Uncle Sam approved performance, precision, and mission dedication to your organization. Make 2019 the year that you hire smart and hire vets. That patriotic reminder is courtesy of Smog Test Center in Baldwin Park, where they are on the air supporting our area veterans, active duty military personnel, and all military families. Thank you for your service and sacrifice. Broadcasting more local radio programs than any other station in California, we are KCAA. Good morning, good morning. I'm Aaron Brinker, and this is... Oh, we have Todd. This is yeah, Todd, Brinker. Todd Brinker. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5, and FM 102.3. So glad to have you with us on this beautiful, what is it, Wednesday morning. So I thought you were going to say hump day. <laughs> Not today. Not Last t- week, it was it was home day. This week, it's just like, okay, it's Wednesday. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, so it's a beautiful, it's crisp out there. It's nice, although it's supposed to be warm still. Um, you know, people are starting to really gear up for Halloween. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that wonderful, cool weather that comes, that t- typically comes after Halloween. So, you know, I'm just saying... I don't always talk about the weather, but yeah. Well, we're getting it. You know, we're getting it in the evenings. It's just, it's just it hasn't really spilled over to the days completely. Although the days haven't been that warm, they've not been. They, you know, I mean, we're we haven't had that that blast of of remember summer's last gasps. Yes. What do they used to call that? Indian summer. Yeah. I don't know where that th- term came from, but I think that's what that was called. Oh my gosh! The screen in my laptop's going out. So. 
Todd. Shame on that laptop. You can ask me what's up, and I don't have the calendar in front of me. So let me just real quickly do that. Um, I've got it now. That's good. Have you noticed gas prices are insane? Oh, my gosh. And no, I, and other states are not paying what we're paying. Not even close. Yeah. I, I put gas in my car. And, you know, it used to be there was like 10, 10 or 20 cents difference between the different types of gas, too. And it was like... It was funny. I stopped in Arco last night, and regular was like four forty nine, yep. and and plus was four fifty two, and Supreme was like four fifty four. I mean, it was like really. These are, I had the same thing at an Arco, and I never go yeah. to Arco because it's you know I I prefer like Shell gasoline, mm-hmm. um, but it was like that. It's gotten so expensive that it, now to me it matters that I go to you know Arco. Uh, instead of Shell, and yeah, it, it it was. I paid about the same um, for yeah. a gallon yeah, of regular I, I gas. I prefer it as cheap as I possibly can. Uh, the uh, average price has increased 18 consecutive days, rising 50.2 cents, including 2.8 cents on Thursday, according to figures from the AAA and Oil Price Information Service. It's 27.6 cents higher than it was a week ago. 57.5 cents higher than it was a month ago, and 37. Uh, 0.8 cents greater than it was a year ago at this time. It's risen 85 cents, 85 and a half cents since just this, since the start of the year. Well, and rem- and remember, like earlier, I think it was either Friday or Monday, we talked about how the governor is already looking at ways to divert our <clears throat> our our gas tax money to pay for other things, and I think it was homeless shelters. Right, yeah, because um, then they'll come back and say, well, you know, we need that gas tax money to do the roads again, so let's raise the pr- our taxes even more. Yeah, and it, yeah. It, the the thought of that it just it just makes me so angry. It's like no, yeah. you have done the bait and switch, Lucy, so many times that I just I'm done. You got to yeah. live within your own budget for crying out loud. You know, I think that California governors all get frustrated when they find out that eighty percent of the revenue in California has already got designated places it has to go, and so they only get to control about twenty percent of it. And they get frustrated. They want they want to go do things that they said they were going to do. And so every one of them sits down and says, "Well, of these designated things, what can I steal money from? What what can I where can I cheat the system a little bit and get some money so I can go do my pet project, um, or you know, bow down to a constituency that helped get me elected, you know, or let me keep a, an election promise that I made that I really had no way of knowing how I was going to pay for it." And this is just Newsom's version of that. But every every governor seems to have that same problem. They get there and they suddenly have this this realization that oh my gosh, I can't do the things that I said I wanted to do. Uh, you know, it's not like they didn't know the law before, but they just didn't really want to buy into it, or they certainly wouldn't admit it because then that would mean that they couldn't make promises uh, as a candidate. I you know? I think our one party state, to be honest with you, sees all revenue, all money in California as theirs, and it's only from their largesse that they let us keep some of what we earn. I I <laughs> I believe that with with everything I have because of the way they act when it comes to money. That they mm-hmm. think it all belongs to them, and you know I'm going to do what I want because I'm in. I have power, and you don't. Ha ha. Yeah, it's for the greater good. Greater wink, wink. good, my eye. Yeah. So, um, you know, the gas prices started rising when the um, when the Saudi oil production facilities were attacked last month, and the increases have been really, really sharp in our area, and the refineries are 
either really slowed down or halted production due to maintenance issues, and no imported gasoline was available to make up for the shortfall. And, you know, we hear this so often, and it's like maintenance issues. Why, Why isn't there some coordination? You know, there's more than one refinery. Yes. Why? Well, there is coordination. Why? Why aren't they? You know, (laughs) just not in our favor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're exactly they're coordinating it. They're Uh coordinating it so they can make more money off of each gallon. It's one of those businesses that that just begs for for some some government oversight. And I hate to say that, but you know, it's like there's no limit to what they can charge or how they can manipulate their own their own sales. You know, because they there's they're the only supplier, right? So I guess the the answer is uh, go buy a Tesla. Although, yeah, um, I, I wouldn't. I, I I have to say, I'm not. <clears throat> I don't really want the government fixing prices because that never goes well. I mean, it right. sounds like a good idea, but it never goes well. And yeah. so, you know, and, and I wasn't saying fix prices. I was saying uh, l- t- uh, look at how when when they're allowed to take things down, unless there's an emergency and and. You know, it's a it's a safety issue. Scheduled maintenance may not be at the same time in multiple facilities. Right, right. You know that that kind of thing. I just um, I, I don't you know we have there are there are straight taxes and we've talked about this straight taxes on gasoline in California and we we all know what those are. But there's also the that they are heavily regulated, which drives up the cost. Of delivering that gasoline because our refineries are different from any other refineries nationwide. They have to have the special California blends, yada yada, and mm-hmm. so um, uh, you know it, it. Then naturally, if 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 Louisiana um, uh, takes down a refinery, Texas is right next door and they can ship that oil in. But if California, you know, if there, a refinery goes down for maintenance, we can't get it anywhere else because we have a unique blend. Right. So the prices naturally go up, and I do understand that because um, mm-hmm. there's. Although I, I understand, also understand, or I've heard rumors that that some states are considering going to a California blend in their state too because it's supposed to be for air quality, whatever, and um, or something. Yeah. That's what they tell well, us and, anyway. And you know, I mean, those those blends have gone into effect in my lifetime, and I remember in high school having smog days where they would have, you know, short days at school or shut down schools, or they would tell people shelter inside because air quality is not safe to breathe. Yeah. And we haven't had that in the last decade. So, so, you know, it's part, part of what has been working. Right. You know, granted vehicles themselves have also gotten cleaner and they've gotten more efficient, but, um, but we haven't had those. And so, yeah, there's some benefits. Indeed. I just, uh, I, I, I think that, you want to know what overregulation looks like and what it does to a five dollar gasoline. That's it, all I have to say. Yeah, it's gasoline. it's California. It's it's company after company after company deciding to move out of California because it's just too darned expensive to do business here. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's and and you have the you have Sacramento saying they don't pay their fair share as they're just gobbling up every dime and then some. The governor wants to pass another school bond. It's like, are you kidding me? I mean, how many TV shows and movies are made in Canada now? Exactly. In Canada. You know, we're Hollywood and, and, and they don't make the movies here anymore. No. And they make the deals, but then they leave to go somewhere else because they can't afford to do it. Yes. Because it's too expensive here. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
So, you know, and and the number of homeless continue to rise. The crime continues to rise. I mean, California is is sliding into third world nation. It really is. Now, it's not there yet. There are some beautiful parts of California, but it is it is. I mean, go to Los Angeles. I, I there's in Los Angeles County. I think there's something crazy like 50,000 homeless people or 60,000 homeless people. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Are we trying to be Rio? I'm yeah. just saying. I'm a little ranty this morning. I noticed. <laughs> Go for it. Woo! All right. So with that, let's take a break. I'm Erin Brinker. Yeah. Erin needs to cool off. I do. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. Come to the Arrowhead Country Club and celebrate 100 years of service. The Rotary Club of San Bernardino. Saturday, October 19th at 6 p.m. With tasty cocktails, delicious dining, dancing, a free souvenir photo, and more. It all happens October 19th at 6 p.m. at the Arrowhead Country Club. 100 years of scholarships. 100 years of rotary life, 100 years of character education providing shoes, backpacks, and more to school children, and 100 years of community and international service. Join the Rotary Club of San Bernardino as they celebrate like it's 1919, 1919, 100 years of service. Tickets are just $50. For info, call 909-486-9655 or Google Rotary Club of San Bernardino. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The Hebo Tea Club's original pure Pau de Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DeHeboTeaClub.com or call 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-E-B-O. So DeHeboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Hey, is that a new music app? Yeah, check it out. Surfer Music Discovery. It links to thousands of online stations, but the twist is you see the song names and artists that are now playing live. That's different. No guessing. Looks like a waterfall of music. So many formats. Rock, oldies, country, R&B, jazz, and a whole lot more. How's that spelled? Surfer. S-U-R-F-R. Is it expensive? It's free. No need to sign up or sign in. Get the Surfer Music app free from Google Play or the App Store. Looking for a new place to eat delicious food at a great value? The Tri-City Center in Redlands is proud to announce the grand opening of a fine new dining establishment. Terry's Diner, at the former location of the Spunky Steer in Redlands, is officially open for business daily from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. with delicious mouth-watering breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Treat yourself to Terry's tasty dessert menu, such as Terry's famous sundaes, banana splits, hot fudge cake, old-fashioned root beer floats, Frosties, cake 
cakes and pies, too. You'll find weekly lunch and dinner specials all under $10, including Angus steaks, burgers, Greek salads, pasta seafoods, with wine and beer. Terry's brings years of tasty temptations from DJs in San Bernardino and Alta Loma. Join a new tradition in Redlands. Stop by at 1350 Industrial Park Avenue between Tennessee and Alabama in the Tri-City Center. Google Terry's Diner Redlands on Yelp or find them terrysdinerredlands.com. K-C-A-A. Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050 FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. Super excited to introduce our next guest. So we just did an ad for the 100th anniversary for the Rotary Club, uh, the Rotary Club of San Bernardino, which is the oldest and the first club, um, Rotary Club in the city of San Bernardino. They're celebrating 100 years. Rotary is an international organization with individual chapters literally all over the world. Well, I don't think in North Korea, but they're in lots of other places and have been instrumental in, uh, in the near eradication of polio on the globe, uh, around the world. And so they, they focused on peace and health and wellness to all of the, of the world's citizens. And there's a peace conference coming up and joining us on the phone is Rudy Westerfeld. He is a, had been involved with Rotary for, for many years and he, they're putting on, he and his, and his team are putting on the second Rotary peace conference at the Ontario Convention Center in January. Rudy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Aaron. Glad to join you. So, so tell us about the peace conference. Well, this is exciting. Uh, uh, in 2016, we held one that was uh, uh, rather rather large and uh, took on some huge issues. And we decided four years later we need to continue to work on those. So our Southern California Rotary Districts have joined together to host Rotary World Peace Conference 2020, which will be happening on the 17th and 18th of January at the Ontario Convention Center. We rented out the whole convention center, so you can help pack the house here. Uh, during that, we're bringing together uh, individuals and leaders, community members, Rotarians and non-Rotarians, other organizations, um, experts from around the world are coming to join us to share their solutions to major issues that are happening in society right here at home as well as around the world. And uh, during this time, we're going to have uh, you know, a variety of speakers and take on issues that we can that we can get behind right here. We will have over 150 experts from around the country and around the world joining us to share their experience, but most importantly, solutions. What we put together is not just people talking about the problem, but solutions to the problem that we can get behind uh, right here in our own communities and take on issues like human trafficking that I know is happening right here in San Bernardino. Uh, we can take on domestic violence, child abuse, uh, and... Uh, 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 anti-bullying programs in schools uh, take on violence in our inner cities. We've got speakers that are that are going to bring solutions that are really working today, uh, and uh, as well as uh, some severe trauma therapists with new therapy out there that's helping deal with some issues. Uh, for instance, uh, 
Uh, we have a, uh, a severe trauma therapist, uh, Dr. Lori Layden, who's going to be joining us, and she's worked with the survivors from the Parkland shooting and another school shooting, but also in war zones and refugee camps in other parts of the world. But that's uh, the goal here is to get together uh, with solutions, but then afterwards not just go home and feel good and don't do anything. It's roll up our sleeves like we're taking on polio in the world to wipe it off the planet. We can take on human trafficking in the world and stop it. We can help eliminate bullying in schools where children are hurting themselves or committing suicide because they've been bullied. We can do these things right here if we're willing to do it. And I say, it's time. Let's stand up. Let's do it. I think that's fantastic. And and as I'm looking through your speakers, I mean, they specialize in everything under the sun. So I'm looking at Greg Baird. He's a national lecturer on LGBTQ civil rights and equality. He's also a storyteller, writer, and filmmaker. Um, he has dedicated uh, a dedicated following on social media that follows his life, his activism, and, uh, and LGBTQ history facts. Um, you also have Dr. Fazia Alvi, who grew up in Pakistan. Pakistan. She's an American-trained physician who's working in Calgary, Alberta for the last 13 years. Uh, she and her husband, Tahir Alvi, were always passionate humanitarians and had an organized had organized several health and education-related projects in the developing nations, including opening a charity-based maternity hospital in rural Pakistan. And, you know, what's interesting about, well, it's all interesting, but one of the things that's interesting about the hospital, maternity hospital in Pakistan, you know, there's such they in that part of the world there are real strict rules about um, a woman women and and men's relationships with one another where you know like you have to be uh, uh, to see a woman without her uh, hijab on you have to be uh, her husband or another relative male relative and so we're talking about maternity care which is very private um, you know having a woman open up a hospital makes a huge difference in helping women feel comfortable helping their families feel comfortable because of the cultural differences Um um, and and making sure that people get that fetal maternal they, they get that care that they need. You, Michelle Brooks is going to be there, chief of staff of the Peace Corps. Talk about her a little bit. We uh, Rotary is a we have several partners out there uh, in Rotary. One of those is the Peace Corps, and so Michelle's going to join us to be talking about the Peace Corps' work. For instance, the Peace Corps, and I know today we still have volunteers out there from from across our country volunteering for the Peace Corps and working in some uh, really difficult areas. But, for instance, she's going to mention uh, how the Peace Corps came together in Ethiopia and Eritrea. And actually, uh, recently, they've uh, laid down their weapons and, and declared uh, not to have war anymore in those areas. Oh. And so uh, they're really making some major, major effects. Wow. We have uh, another, you know, kind of interesting from uh, San Diego. Azim Kamisa is joining us. Uh, when his son was 20 years old delivering pizza... He was murdered by a 14-year-old gang gang member for his name, gang member initiation. Oh, my gosh. And that 14-year-old was being raised by his grandfather. And at some point, Azim, to heal, had to go see what the grandfather was feeling because that young man at that time is now 35 years later, still life in prison. And so the two of them have come together uh, and sharing this out, and they created their own uh, nonprofit to go out in inner-city schools and talk to the kids about choices they make in life where they could end up dead, in prison the rest of their life, or let's go straight, study, work hard, uh, and have a life in the future. So those are some of the things we're trying to reach. You mentioned uh, not having Rotary Clubs in North Korea. 
Uh, eventually, we'll get back there. But we have Christine Ahn, who's a, who is from Korea. She's going to be speaking about her work uh, called Women Cross DMZ. And she's been working between the government of North Korea and South Korea uh, and allowing women from both sides to come together to create peace in that region. And women are truly our drivers and our peacemakers out there. And so we're going to be highlighting uh, that quite a bit in our, in, our, uh, in our conference. So how do people get more information about the Peace Conference? And, uh, you know, uh, how do they become sponsors or maybe just get tickets to the event? Because you're, you're going to book out. You'll sell out at nearly 2,000 attendees, correct? That's correct. So what we would like you to do is go to our website, peaceconference2020.org peaceconference2020.org. When you go through the website, you'll see uh, our speakers, but you'll also see a Register Now button. Uh, Click on there right now uh, on the Register Now button. Uh, Their current uh, 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 registration rate is uh, $259 for the two days. That includes lunch both days. There are two special dinners. One's going to be a Community Heroes Awards dinner on Friday night, and that dinner is uh, uh, Fitz Coleman is going to be our MC that night. We're looking to honor... Community, community heroes from all over Southern California here that are doing great work out in our communities, making and changing lives. Uh, and also, uh, there's also a, a button on there where you can... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take a sponsorship and donation. Obviously, this doesn't come, uh, it's not inexpensive to put one of these conferences on. And so uh, we have a very large budget, and we can always use the help. Uh, and also you can, you can get uh, sponsorships, so you can go into our printed program and on our website uh, to help promote your company and work and get behind some of these issues. So uh, if they, there's also a contact. If they have any questions, uh, they can click on there and drop me an email, and I will answer them. And uh, we look forward, again, to packing the house. I think if we come together as community members, community leaders, we can really work together uh, to make some major change right here in San Bernardino, across Southern California, across our country and around the world. But we need everybody's help to come on board with us uh, and join in, join in this process. Well, Rudy Westerfeld, you are doing tremendous work, you and your team, um, uh, putting this peace conference together. I think that so many of the th- negative things that are happening in, their, in our world are, are symptoms of kind of the despair that people are feeling. And bringing people together uh, really is, a, is an antidote an antidote to uh, to that to those negative feelings, and so I I think that this is absolutely wonderful that you're doing this, and I want to invite you to come on a couple of times a month um, leading up to the conference to tell us more about speakers and things that are going to be happening, um, and about special sponsors, etc. 
That's super. Thanks, Aaron. I really appreciate the support, and I know the community is going to support us because we're going to be back out there working in our communities to really make a difference and uh, and take these things on. I think we can sit at home and watch the TV and, and feel like everything's falling apart, or we can turn the TV off, roll up our sleeves, let's go get something done. And that's always been the way as citizens here in the United States we can do. Well, that is perfect and beautiful. The website is peaceconference2020.org peaceconference2020.org. Rudy Westerfeld, I am very much looking forward to our next interview. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Erin. So with that, it's time for a break. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5, and FM 102.3. We'll be right back. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. California Headline News. Public safety power shutoffs have begun in Northern California. 185,000 people have already lost power, and as many as 800,000 PG&E customers in 34 counties may be affected at some point because of high winds that could spark wildfires. This is forecast to be the strongest offshore wind event since October 2017. PG&E plans a second de-energizing phase starting at noon. This Oakland resident is not happy about the situation. This is not a good contingency plan for their customers. PG&E will begin opening community resource centers in several locations for customers starting at 8 a.m. Meanwhile, Southern California Edison says it may have to cut power to customers at some point because of Santa Ana winds. And a suspected DUI accident in Lake Los Angeles last night has killed a five-year-old girl. An eastbound SUV drifted into the westbound lane of traffic, striking the vehicle with the girl inside. Four of the people in the vehicle were also injured. Steve Clawson, California News. Be a flu fighter with a free flu shot from Walgreens. It's no cost to you with most insurance. It's quick, easy, with no appointment needed. Plus, it lowers your chances of spreading the flu to the people you care about most. Get your flu shot at Walgreens and get $5 off an eligible purchase of $20 now through November 30th. This is your shot to protect you and the ones you love. Be a flu fighter. Walgreens. Trusted since 1901. Coupon offer not valid in Arkansas, New Jersey, or New York. See coupon for terms and restrictions. Vaccines subject to availability and some restrictions may apply. A heart in my tasty honey nut Cheerios? Cereal, you trying to tell me you love me? Actually, it's reminding you that it can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. Wait! Ah! They can help lower cholesterol? I've been so focused on the sweet, tasty taste that I completely forgot. Now I'm in love. <laughs> Learn more about making Honey Nut Cheerios part of your heart-healthy lifestyle by picking up a box at your local grocery store. time to take a look at our roadways. I'm Erin Brinker. We have a SIG alert in Fallbrook. This is on the Mission Road southbound after Stagecoach Lane. Water flooding. Water is flooding the uh, roadway. You definitely don't want to cross that. In Riverside County on the 15th southbound between the 215 in Murrieta and Rancho California Front Street, there's a completely stopped traffic. Not slow, stopped. In Corona on the 91 westbound at Auto Center, an accident has been cleared. Stop and go traffic is backed up from Magnolia. Also in Corona on the 15 northbound before Wyrick Road, a disabled vehicle is blocking the left lane. Stop and go traffic is backed up 
uh, from Temescal Canyon Road. Traffic stays slow up toward the 91. In Fontana on the 10 westbound before Citrus, a wreck has been moved to the right shoulder. Slow traffic is backed up from Riverside Avenue. This report has been brought to you by the Riverside Medical Clinic. Award-winning Riverside Medical Clinic has been serving our community for over 80 years. They would love to care for you and your family. Drop by RiversideMedicalClinic.com. This has been your traffic report. Drive carefully, everyone. I'm Erin Brinker, and this is KCAA. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Lori. Sunny for this morning with an afternoon high of 80. Overnight clear, a low of 54 and sunny tomorrow with a high of 79. 82 is your high for Friday. Saturday sunny with a high of 85. Same for Sunday and Columbus Day, your high at 83. I'm Lori broadcasting live from the Tri-City Center at the 10 and 210 freeways. We are the trifecta of talk in Southern California. KCAA 102.3 FM, Riverside 106.5. FM, Redlands and the Legacy, 1050 AM, Loma Linda, San Bernardino. Easter Seals is celebrating 100 years of disability services. Support their efforts to make positive differences in the lives of people with disabilities in our community. Visit your local Baker's drive through restaurant this month and get an Easter Seals safe Halloween booklet. You'll receive over $400 in coupons and a chance to win tickets to a major SoCal amusement park. Learn more at easterseals.com slash SouthernCal. Congratulations on 100 years of disability services from KCAA. I always hear from our clients who hired another firm that they wish they'd hired DNA Financial first. Don't have regrets about your IRS tax case. Just hire the best in the first place. One owed $150,000 to the IRS and had spent thousands on another firm. We stopped the levies, negotiated a payment plan, and had their penalties forgiven. And while every case is different, we guarantee that we'll find your perfect resolution and get it done right. For a free consultation, call us at 866-201-0156. That's 866-201-0156. Then you can say, DNA DNA did did right right by me. me. K-C-A-A Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the Brink the Morning Show on KCAA. Why and is that funny? <laughs> because you're so chill. And the music is so not. <laughs> Yo, and I am Todd Brinker, happy and alive in the morning. <laughs> and I'm cool jazz, Todd Brinker. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, uh, Mac OS, Apple just launched it. Uh, Launch Catalina. What do you think? Well, hold off unless you need it is where I'm going to go with this, just like I did with iOS. Um, for the most part, I, you know, I've been using the beta for a while, and it's had some issues, but they've been they've working through most of them. And for the most part, it is more solid than the first launch of iOS was, iOS 13, that is. Um, but I've had a few issues. 
Um, one of the tools that I use when creating my podcast, that's Two Minute Tech, two M-I-N-T-E-C-H. For those of you who want to download and listen, you can find it on your favorite podcast app. Um, I use Logic Pro X, which is an Apple product. It's their professional recording studio uh, tool. They're, they're, um, and it has had issues. That app has also been updated to work with the new OS, and it just crashes and dies on me. Um, it has happened several times, and so something is not quite right there. Also, there's been reports of some of the new Catalyst software not working well. Now, Catalyst is kind of cool. What it is, is it's a way for programmers to quickly take apps that were written for the iPad and move them over to Mac OS. And the idea being that there's lots and lots of people building iOS apps these days, and not so many people building Mac apps anymore. And so wouldn't it be brilliant and wonderful if they could take an app that was designed for iOS and move it over to the Mac without having to go through a completely different programming interface, which is what it has been traditionally. So Apple, uh, in their last developers conference, brought out two different plans. The short-term plan is Catalyst. Catalyst allows you to very quickly check a few boxes, change a few lines of code, and then move your app over to Mac OS. And then the long-term plan is something called Swift UI, which if you start using the Swift programming language, which is their new programming language used to replace uh, Objective-C, which is their previous programming language, um, then you'll be able to use the, um, the new UI to build an app and just check boxes and say, I want this to target this, this operating system or that operating system, this device or that device, and it'll all be integrated. But in the meantime, the Catalyst app or the Catalyst functionality uh, has been used by a variety of people. But there's a lot of programmers who are saying it doesn't work quite right. There's been some issues. And so they're working some of those things out. And so some of the Catalyst apps aren't running quite the way you might expect them. And if you go to the Mac App Store, they've actually highlighted a section there on apps that you'll now love on your Mac. And these are iPad apps that have been transported over. They're Catalyst-based apps. So it's um, and some notable ones out there. Good Notes is a very well-known uh, iOS uh, note-taking app. Um, Crew is a mes messaging and scheduling app um, that are used. Um, Habit Minder is is one. There's there's some Carrot Weather is a very popular weather app on iOS. These have all been translated over to Catalina on Mac OS via the Catalyst functionality. Um, and although I don't, I haven't had any specific issues with them. There are still uh, developers reporting some problems with uh, that Catalyst translation. But like I said, my biggest concern is is that the recording app that I use, which is Apple's own app, is not working well and reliably on Catalina. Ouch. So, yeah. So, you know, I mean, it works. I've been able to record. I recorded, I think, four different podcasts yesterday. But I had to relaunch the app a couple times in between to get it to go. It hung up a couple times. And so so just a little not smooth, you know? No. And, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, especially if you have an app or a Mac that you use for your, your daily work or your uh, production use, I would say don't upgrade at this point. Wait until you get the 0.1 upgrade that probably will fix a lot of bugs. 
So I know that there are um, uh, some some websites that I've gone to because I, I love my MacBook Air and I've talked about my MacBook Air. And um, uh, I, I know there's some websites that I've gone to that say, do not upgrade yet. We are not, we're not, uh, you know, they have, do not upgrade our app. Do not upgrade to uh, to um, Catalina mm-hmm. because there's some bugs still with that. And so I'm glad that they that they announce that it's nothing's more frustrating than doing an upgrade and all of a sudden this program that you like using no longer works yeah um, and well the other big twist was in the last version of mac os uh if you launched a 32-bit app you got a little window that popped up and said this app will no longer work in future versions of mac os well guess what this is the future they won't run <laughs> 32-bit apps anymore so if you have some older apps that you rely on do not upgrade especially if they are not being updated because they will never work on uh, on Catalina. So so it's all 64-bit, um, and, and Apple's doing this for ostensibly, ostensibly for security reasons and for um, better mem- memory management. But um, it's, you know, they, they're one of the companies that, you know, when they decide to move forward, they move forward, they warn you, they warn you, they warn you, and then they drop the hammer. Say, okay, you've been warned. So and, how do you I'm going to ask a really dumb non-techie question. Um how do you know if it's 32-bit or 64-bit? I mean a lot of people they're like I don't know, I just use the app. Right. So if you want to know before you upgrade, you can go up to the Apple in the top left corner and go to about this Mac, okay? And then um you can launch a system report and in the system report you can scroll down and it talks about software. And under the software section, you can go to um, uh, where is it? I'm trying to remember the specific. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Applications. And it'll list your applications. And there will be a, a, a switch there that, or a line that will say uh, 64-bit. And it will either. Uh, so you have your list of all your applications on the system. And it says kind. And it'll say 64-bit. Or it won't say it. And if it doesn't say anything, then you know it's not. Ah, okay. Because I, I'm quite certain that there are a lot of people that will be extremely frustrated because it's not something that it, they've ever thought about. Yeah. They just want their app to work because they do, it, it manages whatever they want it to manage. Yeah. Well, if you've been um, – like I have an app on here. There's an Adobe Application Manager app, which is what updates Adobe applications – and it's a 32-bit unsupported app. And so it won't run on Catalina. So without updating the application manager, then things like my Adobe Illustrator, Lightroom, Photoshop will never get updated. Now, they're all 64-bit, but they won't get updated with, with new patches because their application manager isn't 64-bit. However, Adobe did a weird thing. They sent an application updater which is 64-bit. So it replaces the application manager, but they left the application manager on your device, so you don't have to panic. 
That's weird. So, you know, it would be really nice if Apple. Uh, I know that 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 in the current ver- or in the in the version um, previous to uh, Catalina Mojave, they would warn you which apps were the ones that wouldn't run, and you can if you're in Mojave still and you haven't updated. Go launch each of your apps and see if any of them give you that warning. And if they do, then go see if there's a new version of that app for you. That's one way to do it. It would be nice if there was an app that Apple gave you that just ran and said, okay, here's a list of everything that's not going to work on this computer in the future. And you could then work off that list instead of having to um, you know, go dig through the um, about system menu software applications yep and and scan through each one of them individually i mean you know because i mean virtually all of mine are 64-bit um and there are some that are that are designated 64 slash 32 or 32 slash 64-bit um when the uh, when a programmer creates an app they can bundle both the 32 and the 64-bit versions into a single executable so it would work on either and it will take the higher one if it's available and use the lower bit rate or um, memory map if it's not available. And those will obviously still work on, on Catalina too, because it's 64 bit. Um, but yeah, it seems to me like that could have been handled a little smoother, give you a little bit more information because what will happen invariably is a lot of people aren't going to do any of that stuff. They're going to upgrade and then they're going to have some apps that don't run and they're going to go, why doesn't my app work? <laughs> and, you know, and then they're going to have to dig around and figure out what's going on and see if they can get a new version. And, you know, hopefully they can, but some apps, you know the, the the developers no longer working on them, and so they've been abandoned essentially. And if that's an app that you use every day, uh, and it worked perfectly fine under Mojave, then you know you can't use it in Catalyst. Now, that said, you can downgrade. So you at this point still can go back to the previous version oh. and install that on your system. So if you upgrade, find out that it has done something that absolutely you can't live with, you can go back. Awesome. So with that. It's time for a break. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. With 60 years of fascinating facts, this is the man from yesterday. With 60 years of fascinating facts, this is the man from yesterday. And back in time to this time in 1967. Sally Field of the new ABC TV series, The Flying Nun, says yes, she really does fly. But she says the studio doesn't want her to talk about how it's done. The Flying Nun had also made her a joke in the serious acting community she worshipped. I'm flying across the coconut grove, looking down at everyone I wanted to know and be. And I had to fly into the arms of John John Wayne. And from this time in 1969, don't mess with Jackie Onassis. In the movie theater, Mrs. Jacqueline Onassis, the former Mrs. JFK, discovers newsmen in the lobby and storms out, knocking over a New York Daily News photographer with a judo kick and leaving her husband to watch the rest of the movie by himself. Scorpios, the tiny island that shot into the headlines when Jackie Kennedy, America's former first lady, became the second Mrs. Aristotle Onassis. And also from this time in 1969, brand new and moving up the charts, Smile a Little Smile for Me, The Flying Machine. Oh, come on, smile a little smile for me, Rosemary, whether you've seen crying. With more at manfromyesterday.com. 
Do you love to dine out and travel? Then join me, the number one food critic, Alan Borgen, host of the Let's Dine Out TV show on PBS every Saturday at 4 p.m. for the new Let's Dine Out radio show on KCAA 1050 AM. Along with my co-host, Isabel Bussey, we will be reviewing local restaurants, interviews with culinary professionals, review new cooking products, cookbooks, plus so much more, including giving away free gift certificates. That's the new Let's Sign Out radio show right here on KCAA 1050 AM every Saturday at 4 p.m. Happy eating! Trunk or treat? <laughs> trick or treat? No, it's not trick or treat, it's trunk or treat. Trunk or treat? <laughs> and it's coming to the Tri City Center October 27th. It starts at 3 p.m. You should be there, hosted by your favorite radio station. That's right, this one. Classic cars and the lowest of riders. The trunk's filled with tasty kids. No, wait a second. That's tasty treats. And it's just for the kids. And better yet, it's free. With all kinds of music, fun, food, vendors, and scary stuff. <laughs> it's our annual trunk or treat. That means once a year, trunk or treat. At the Tri-City Center, where the 10 and the 210 collide. Spook you there. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, for more info, or to be a vendor, call 909-793-1065. It's going to be off the chain. <laughs> the Inland Empire's radio home for the Dave Ramsey Show. If you want to mess around with the Bitcoin thing and you're in that world a little bit, that's fine. But don't put your freaking life savings in it, doofus. KCAARadio.com KCAA, where every day is a great day. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So, um, the New Orleans States, New Orleans Saints, um, the States, the States, whatever the heck that means. Demario <laughs> Davis wins an appeal over his man of God headband, and he won't have to pay the fine. Um, and 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 here's the thing. I don't understand why he was fined in the first place. Colin Kaepernick wore um, uh, socks that had, you know, our police department as a pig, as pigs, like a police, a policeman as a pig. And um, nobody said boo about that in the NFL. He wasn't fined. And he made a really negative statement. All Demario Davis did was, was put his faith on his forehead. And why is that a negative thing? I, I just don't understand why. Do they not understand who their market is? Do they not understand the people who go to football games, who buy the gear? They are largely middle America people, and they tend to be more religious than not. So what the heck, NFL? Yeah, you know, they, well, I think that they would say that this was a violation of their um, dress code versus the the uh, a verbal statement, which is they're, they're not going to mess with people's um, right to say what they want and live, you know, and they have to deal with it, you know, although they do have rules about like bringing bad press to the, to the, to the league, you know, or being, 
you know, unbecoming, unbecoming, you know, what was it? That's um, conduct uh, unbecoming, like in the military. Yeah, yeah, something like that. They have they have some rule about that where, like, if you reflect badly on the on the league, then they can take action, which is how they made it's how they excused Colin Kaepernick saying that he was protesting but that it reflected bad it brought bad press and reflected badly on the league and so they basically although they ended up settling out of court because I think they lost that one so but um, even I, I'm not even talking about him kneeling I'm talking about him yeah. wearing his pig socks his yeah. police or pigs socks that he yeah. wore um and oh we, that oh I didn't realize they were wearing I thought that you he was saying something he well, I he, missed that he was wearing something so was, that should have been a violation of of uh their dress code as well I would think but you know it seems I mean they ended up he won his his he 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 appealed and won his appeal and did not have to pay the money uh, but he also after he found, uh, he he started selling the headband and the money is going to a uh church school in um um, St. Louis. St. Louis. Was it St. Louis? I thought it was, the, the school was um, in in um, Puerto Rico. Oh, it might be in Puerto Rico. It might be. So a school. Yeah. We'll just say. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I had the story up and then I and I. Okay, so, it, so he announced that he'd be selling the headbands with 100 percent of the profits going to mm-hmm. St. Dominic Hospital in Jackson, Mississippi. So um, he there did. Um, there was a there. Yeah, it's Jackson, Mississippi. Um, we were both wrong. <laughs> we were both wrong. Um, uh, so far, he says that that his fans have raised more than thirty thousand dollars for the hospital. Uh, he says that means y'all helped me turn a seven thousand dollar negative into an almost forty thousand dollar positive, benefiting he people. He needs to learn math. Who truly? I know it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I, he's probably working from different numbers than we're getting here too. Because yes. yeah, if he made thirty thousand and he owed. Seven thousand, then it's not a positive forty thousand. I'm no. just saying. No, no, but I'm sure he's. Just, and you know, when you don't re- quite remember, you just kind of ballpark it. That's probably what he was doing too. I, I yeah. think it's great, and I don't think that- I do too. And I and I'm making fun of him, but I think that he absolutely. It sounds to me like you know, a kudos for being a man of faith and displaying it on you know on your headband, which normally is under your helmet. So who exactly, cares, nobody right? sees it. And 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 it's very cool that uh, that the, the one of the schools in the area. Uh, all made their own headbands and wore Child of God headbands to school, you know, in support of him. Yep. Yep. I just think it's, I think it's wonderful. And I, um, you know, we shouldn't have to hide our faith. This, this idea that we do have in government, we have do, do have a separation between church and state, but it doesn't mean that you have a right to a, to freedom from religion existing anywhere around you. It means that the government cannot designate a religion and a designated religion looks like what they have in Austria, for example, where it's a Catholic country and there are taxes that take taken from citizens and given to the Catholic Church in that country. We don't do that here. There's no government religion mm-hmm. in, in, in the United States. That does not mean that you have a right to have a, have a world where nobody is allowed to display their faith. I mean, that, right. that would be ridiculous. Yeah, you can't tell somebody to take off their, you know, man of God headband or t-shirt because it, you find it offensive. Right. You need to get over yourself, you narcissistic thing. Yeah. You know, I, I, we have gone from live and let live to, um, you can't do anything that I wouldn't like. Well, who are you and bite me? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems to be you know that seems to be the word of the day though you know the attitude that we we seem to be going towards, and the irony of this is you know I mean like places that used to be you know bastions of free thought and ideas like college campuses are the ones that are like shutting down people who who come in and and have a different opinion than a group of people you know yeah they, I mean they've all college campuses have always been very liberal places, but. You know, I thought that liberal ideals were let everybody talk and make up your mind, not you're not allowed to talk if you don't already agree with me. Right. You don't have a right to you don't have a right to a world that agrees with you on everything. You don't. You don't have a right yeah. to a world where um, where you're never offended. And let's be honest, um, uh, I, a generation ago, people would have been embarrassed to be as inf- offended as our this current generation seems to be. You would have been embarrassed. People would have made fun of you for being such a a, a shrinking violet, for being so so yeah, mm-hmm. af- being so easily offended that everything makes you upset. Give me yeah, a Yeah, it goes right back to that conversation about comedians being, you know, lambasted publicly and on, on Twitter and on Facebook for saying funny things that are edgy. Exactly. Or maybe not funny things that are edgy, but that's their job is to be edgy. Exactly. To push our comfort zone. So with that, we are, we are out of time. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA. Have a great day, everyone. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.